0: KBLA Talk 1580. Good morning and God bless. I'm Dominique Dupree. The show is called First Things First. My first thing today and every single day, giving thanks, giving praise, asking for blessings from God, asking for the blessings of the ancestors and the elders. And let's go. Let's get this. We do have a lot to talk about. So much is on the table right now and opportunities to gather, to celebrate, to get stronger, get some fellowship going. That's always a good thing when days are cold and politics are crazy. So uh, today, today is Thursday. And if you happen to be in Los Angeles, my friends, I will be celebrating Reverend James Lawson. Uh, He is getting the Reverend Lawson mile on Adams Boulevard. And there's a little short march walk thingy. It starts at 3, 4th in Adams, and then we will uh, march to Holman Methodist Church, so wear your flat shoes, and then there will be the unveiling of Reverend Lawson Way and a bunch of elected officials and chance to see the movie Rustin uh, for free. You can register on Eventbrite. You can look on my socials, the KBLA socials, KBLA 1580 on all platforms. Mine is Prima Radio, D-I-P-R-I-M-A and then Radio on all platforms, um, we're streaming right now on YouTube at KBLA 1580. And if you're new to the show, this is what we do. The first hour, we look to the left coast, what's happening on the Pacific side of town. Hour two, we go national, international, and beyond. And in the third hour, we do a deep dive with a person or persons of interest. I have uh, I had the honor of speaking with Reverend James Lawson, actually New Year's Eve, and uh, you'll get to hear those comments, that conversation quite compelling as as always um, from really the premier scholar of nonviolence in, uh, in, in activism and one of the top advisors and teachers of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Of course, we're celebrating King's B-Day. You know that. I, d- I forgot to ask during the show because, well, there's a lot going on, but uh, if you want to go on socials uh, on Instagram or, uh, you know, Twitter, I think. Instagram and Twitter is where it is. I posted um, the conversation I had with council member Heather Hutt about what's happening with the Kingdom Day Parade this year and this uh, festival in Leimert Park, of which KBLA Talk 1580 is a co-sponsor. And um, of course, the honoring of Reverend Lawson is a joint venture between uh, the office of council member Heather Hutt and the LA County Federation of Labor under the leadership of Yvonne Wheeler, two powerful black women leading massive, uh, massive swaths of Los Angeles. And they are uplifting uh, this black man who well, well, well deserves his flowers. What a great way to kick off the Martin Luther King Jr. day festivities. Um, yeah, so much going on. Congratulations going out to Greg Doolin. He's got his grand opening happening today in, right on Crenshaw. You know, those of you who missed Doolin's on the Shaw, he's back and wow, it's really beautiful in there. Also, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. I know there's other MLK things going on. You heard um, Pastor Smart at the beginning of the week talking about their interfaith breakfast coming up, their award celebration their gala that Sunday, which will include the inaugural, uh, Reverend James Lawson, um, award. So that is going to be quite an event and it will be given to Mark and Avis Ridley Thomas to honor their incredible work over the years in Los Angeles. And of course, on Friday uh, tomorrow up at Kenneth Hahn park, top of the hill, by the Martin Luther King Jr. uh, monument and grove there, you will find the big announcement coming from KBLA Talk 1580, big announcement around a massive initiative we are doing to take on the climate emergency. And let me tell you, this is something that is really special and important. I'm proud to be part of it because... This is the it you know it says it on the promo it is the uh, king of uh it, it is the king of issues in a sense because if we perish from not having a livable planet well all other issues kind of get some s- subsumed by that subsumed I learned that word from my mama the late Diana Prima and I'm feeling her today cuz I'm wearing a pair of her earrings. If you're on the YouTube chat, you can you can see that I'm uh, flossing Mommy's amber. <laughs> um really feeling I guess rest in peace Diane de Prima. Look who just walked in. I'm so honored and blessed to have uh one of our super duper activists uh <laughs> with us in studio today. Um, he is a an artist. Um, I know that's probably not the major intro that you want, but an activist. He is the pastor and founder of The Row, the church without walls, as folks call it, uh, the street church. Um, he is the founder of Creating Justice L.A., uh pastor q welcome good, good morning. morning
1: man always good to be here always good
0: to yeah be here. thanks for coming in you got your the the row jacket on so that means you're in action that means you got a lot going on today
1: yeah yeah it was either this or public statement apparel <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> public statement apparel of, of course is
1: uh, that's uh that's eric's joint you know um
0: yeah conscious shirts and he was on our wealth building wednesday so you can go look it up yeah. on the podcast so you you have got a lot 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 going on yesterday last i think it was uh, yesterday yeah. you unveiled an amazing initiative and it's uh, you know it sounds fantastical so you're going to have <laughs> to take us on the journey right. you just took over a market
1: yeah, well, we, we haven't taken it over yet, uh, but the family wants to transition it to us, and we are actually raising funds to be able to do that. We're on a 90-day track to make that happen. Uh, the story is interesting because it's a second-generation Korean-American uh, uh, brother. He's His name is Danny Park, and uh They've been in Skid Row, their family's been in Skid Row since uh, 1995, so for about 29 years now, going on 30 years, uh, a couple years after, you know, a few years after the, the uprising, right? And, yeah. And so this is a Korean family. I met Danny when his uh, a friend of his, his mom, is actually uh, at our, goes to our church. She's on the praise team. Uh, Her name is Kay Kang. Her son, Andrew, uh, came to me and said, hey, you know, Kay came to me and said, my son wants to, with his friend, they want to start a coffee shop in Skid Row. So, you know, I helped him through the process and everything and got to know Danny. He started coming to our book club called uh, We Were Going Through the Color of Law, uh, Mm, which is uh, about, you know, basically redlining and how, you know, folks came to be what it is but danny developed we developed a relationship and danny took over the market in 2018 and changed it from best market to skid row people's market uh kind of being inspired by what he was learning through the activism and through the learnings he started bringing in more food it's turned it just from a little grocery store or a little corner store to a full service market right and with you know, using the space that they have, which was limited, but try to. She started bringing in just just healthier foods and different things like that. They give the the community credit because most people don't know that Skid Row is a housed and unhoused community. Right, there are homeless folks and there are folks who are housed. Nine thousand folks are housed in single residency occupancies, and then about four thousand folks. Or, or more are unhoused.
0: Those SROs are the big hotels, right? Right. right. SROs. People state. are just living in in yeah. a, they're living in, in a room. Yeah. Um, basically. maybe their own bathroom, About maybe a shared yeah. bathroom. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Some of them have good um, uh, facilities, but some of them are no bigger than a jail cell.
0: Wow. Right. Yeah. And
1: so you can imagine doing peak weather seasons, what that could be like for folks, and that's why a lot of folks are always on the streets.
0: Right, and right. that that um. You know, I always wondered, because in New York, when you see the little corner stores like the, right. the liquor store markets, they have fruits yeah. and stuff like that. And out here, no, you can yeah. get black and mild, <laughs> you exactly. can get liquor, exactly. and you exactly. get chips. Well, you can get that's that
1: at Skid Row People's it. Market. You can, you can get uh oh Well, of course, and
0: uh, but you can get fruits, right. And I always wondered, why don't we have that here? This is, you know, sunny Cali. But yeah. no, in New York, every little bodega, at least they right. got some food right, right, right. that right. could actually sustain <laughs> you that's not, yeah. you know, like new and packaged yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. so
0: Wow so okay so they said they wanted to somehow transfer you know they wanted you to buy the market yeah. basically, so, And make it easy yeah. for you to buy it
1: Yeah. so a couple months ago Danny came to me he said Pastor Q you're the first person I'm going to talk to about this uh, I talked to my family um, and we've decided to sell the market I said, "Cool, man. We'll find you somebody. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll work with you and, and try to help you find somebody." He said, "That's cool," but he said it has to be a black person or somebody from the
0: community. <laughs> oh, you overly educated him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like the color of law. I must. <laughs> yeah, so I, I said, I, must get I said, black you know, owners. talk to
1: him about it a little bit. He goes, "Yes," <laughs> because you know we really want to give back to the community. Um, our family has been able to purchase a home. Um, we've been able to go to school, right? Uh, the community has supported us. And so we want to give back, uh, in this way. And, and so it's, a it's not a one, one, you know, a transaction that is, is give and take, right? It's not a one way transaction. So I said, okay, let me see if I could, uh, talk to some folks and we'll see if we can find you a buyer. And he goes, I don't want someone to come in who is strictly focused on profits, but I want... Someone who come in who strictly focused on people, and if you know Danny, you know his heart. You know he's 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 a real one, and so I came to him to, uh, a week later, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should purchase the market, and he got excited about that, and I was that, like, and then a couple of days after that, I was like, you know what, Danny? I think maybe creating justice should purchase the market.
0: Ah, oh, the nonprofit. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I was like, because that way, it's not one person owning it. Right. And it's the community. And so there's so much we can do with a social enterprise. Then his his when I said that, you know, he really got excited. (laughs) Right. And so and he's on the board of creating justice. So, yeah. So you know. so he
0: knows all the ins and outs. And so, yeah, when we come forward, I want to talk about how you're going to make that happen, how you're making it happen. Right. I also want to look at this. Model of collective ownership that you are really stepping out on, not just in the market, but in the hip hop smoothie shop yeah, and what yeah. that really means, like what that model represents right. how it can be how it works a yeah. lot of people don't realize it it's like i get mine or right or there's no other option right right, right. so um we'll talk about that and so much more great to see you pastor q is it's in the studio call you. if you want i'd love to hear from you 800-920-1580 800-920-1580 we are unapologetically progressive kbla talk 1580
1: <laughs> She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More first things first with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Your ancestor's favorite radio station, radio station, and your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Right, right now. now.
0: You know, I never have asked you this. Where does the name Pastor Q come from? Because your your <laughs> government name is something else.
1: It's Stevens with a PH. It's Stephen Q Jamawi.
0: Right, because you're uh you're Caribbean yeah, brother.
1: Um, uh, yeah man. Yeah. The diaspora. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Marcus Garvey person, man, where y'all talk about <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. where
0: does Pastor Q come? Uh, Q from? Q comes
1: from actually from the College Boys, when I was with the College Boys. Okay. Yeah, that was my stage name. Right, yeah. uh,
0: so you just carry it on yeah. as a pastor? It's, yeah,
1: people just got used to calling me that, and I got used to it, right, after all these years, so I I, I never changed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, um, say say your last name again.
1: jean Maui. jean Maui. Yeah, so it's like clef Jean, so you take the Jean, and then Maui is like the island in Hawaii. Okay. So wow. it's it's French with a Ghanaian accent basically.
0: <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, all right. A lot of uh, ancestors walking around in yeah, that.
1: you know the colonized the colonizers name.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about this um, model that you yeah. are working inside of it. Would you call it a co-op? Um, yeah, so, it, you know... yeah,
1: so for we just opened a peace and healing center in May right. in Skid Row, right? Um, and so in that, we focus on social healing, economic healing, uh, environmental healing. And uh, so for us, what we do is we try to find alternatives to capitalism. Right, one of the alternatives is the hip hop smoothie shop. Being that I'm a former hip hop artist or still a hip hop artist, whichever way you wanna you, you wanna say it.
0: No, you yeah, you <laughs> still because no hip hop. is like yeah, the Louise told me. It's like the mafia. You exactly. you, you, <laughs> you, can you, you, you can't get
1: out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we have the hip hop smoothie shop, which is a worker owned cooperative, and the store is it's a it's a for profit currently, and so once we take it over. We'll probably leave it the way it is for a minute uh, just so we can figure out because we want community input, right, Right. into what we should, how we should uh, function. Uh, And you don't see that a lot, but we want want to hear from the community regarding, you know, the models. And then uh, so for us, that's going to be, that's a social enterprise. And there are benefits both ways, because if you have a social enterprise, if you have a a nonprofit that owns a for-profit, then you have a tax shelter, right? You still have and, to pay and, taxes. And it's a way of right?
0: funding the nonprofit, right? right?
1: Exactly, yeah. and putting the money back into the community. So
0: you still have to pay taxes, but it's in a different category. Right. It's a
1: different category, and then uh, you pay taxes on the goods, right? And then you also have uh, the the cooperative is different because they, the cooperative does not have a tax shelter.
0: I see. Yeah. So it's, it's a regular, just a regular business, business but, it,
1: but a different model. Which
0: is weird because in, it, I would think it would automatically be a social enterprise by being a, a worker-owned co-op. Right, but
1: that's not how. Yes, the, yeah, the, how the IRS, IRS not, sees. exactly, it. Yeah. exactly. But we want to do things in the community that uh, that creates new systems, right, and new way of doing things, and perhaps some of those things will be adopted at some point.
0: So, a worker-owned cooperative, the profits go back to the folks that work there.
1: Yeah, well, they they decide. There's a board, one just like any executive board, right? One work, one member, one vote. So if you put ten thousand dollars in, and somebody put twenty thousand dollars in, you still get one member, one vote. Doesn't matter how much you put in. You may get, you may get more, uh, a return on your investment, but you're not going to get more power.
0: Ah, that's that's an interesting and important <laughs> distinction.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And then the um, nonprofit owning a for-profit means that that is a socially enterprise, a socially innovative enterprise, right. which could feed in the nonprofit. But I think another. Equally important aspect of that is those things that the community has come to rely on right. uh, through the business model of extending credit or keeping yep. some foods yeah. that keep people alive in there. Uh, that yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that can continue.
1: Yeah. Like we have the church with our walls. So our church, we do microloans to our members, right, without any interest.
0: Microloan is a small amount, very yeah. tiny amount of money.
1: Right. So, like, get
0: someone through a crisis or whatever, yeah. help them start something.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, so one of our members needed to go to Boston uh, for Christmas to visit family, right? We're church without walls. We don't have walls, but people don't know our impact, right? So we were able to give him a loan to go see his family and then gets back and pays it, you know. Just like a tide. It's
0: the opposite of uh, the check cashing corner model. Exactly. You have to give up your firstborn. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we're not trying to extract wealth (laughs) out of people, right? It's kind of like the store. The store, uh, the store is not a a place where we're trying to extract wealth, and we didn't want it to go to a private, uh, you know, a private owner, so that they can be so focused on profits that the store didn't even sell liquor. Really. Right. It's it's amazing. It doesn't sell liquor, and it's been there for like I said twenty nine years. It survived the pandemic, right? Wow. And so yeah, it's it's amazing. So
0: where is the store?
1: The store is on Fifth in San Pedro.
0: And the okay, in is that in the Nickel?
1: No, it's down the street from the Nickel. <laughs> we're in the Nickel with our Peace and Healing Center. Right. And the store is about two long blocks. Okay. From, from that on Fifth, but San Pedro. So. Okay,
0: so tell me about this um, fundraising process, like how you what you're doing to get the ends to buy this thing.
1: So obviously, you know, behind the scenes, you've got to talk to a lot of different people. Right. Right. to Try to get that. So we're we're doing that Uh, on February 3rd. We have a concert at First Congregation. Uh, First Congregation is a a huge church uh, in L.A. Um, We're having a Dr. King concert and um, they're going to. To raise funds for uh, for creating justice, also uh, we have a fundraiser online that we just launched, and um, uh, BLM Los Angeles has just committed uh, five grand nice. to that. So we're so, trying to raise about three hundred k.
0: So these are donations yeah. to the nonprofit, to the nonprofit, which means it's tax deductible. Right for those of you who right. you know qualify for a tax deduction,
1: yeah. and we'll use a uh, Total, we're trying to raise 300k, but we'll use, you know, uh, the vast majority of that for to purchase the store, and then, you know, obviously when folks come in every day at the Peace and Healing Center, they get free coffee, they get free water, right? They get to sit down and enjoy the internet while they're trying to, you know, to to deal with the weather and different yeah, things like that. It's been
0: that, crazy so. cold. Yeah,
1: they... and then they go shopping for free. They we have clothes racks, so they go in and. And people come in, even people who are housed. They come in and they're like, "Oh, I likes that," and they they go shopping. Right, right. Yeah. When,
0: I mean, if you're living in an SRO, you're not. Yeah, you you know, you're not super yeah. rich. Exactly, exactly. So I'm sure everybody benefits from that. Indeed. And so that those donations help sustain your ability yeah, exactly. to do that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay um it is a bit of an oasis i you know when you hear peace and healing yeah. uh center it sounds like oh they're gonna sit around and talk about you know how to save the trees <laughs> uh-huh. but you could actually walk in there and there's a there's a meditation space yeah there's a can-
1: meditation room and uh on thursday nights we have off the top thursdays where you come and you spit your your best 16 open mic basically <laughs> it,
0: yeah is it, <laughs> do you perform there
1: Sometimes, yeah. They always every week they're like, "Faster, Q, do something." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good."
0: <laughs> so, so a lot, lot of, talent.
1: So they, a lot wait, of so talent when people wear you down, that's what yeah, you prefer, exactly.
0: And yeah, exactly. and I'm sure there's plenty of talent on Skid Row. I oh mean, yeah, I
1: yeah. Mean, the other day I saw one of the guys from Far Side on Skid Row. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Artists are always in peril of, you know. Uh, Extreme poverty. Yeah, I, I know, exactly. I know. I grew up as the daughter yeah. of artists. I always yeah. say lifestyles of the poor and famous. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. And uh, some
1: people in Skid Row look poor and famous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and
0: both are possible. Yeah. That's both, a, are possible. both are possible. Bo- it's not just, you know, it's not just the Taraji P. Henson level. There's a couple right. levels down yeah, from exactly. that where you know the face, but yeah. stay on, you know, on food stamps or, 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 or even not even yep. just
1: not even. Gotta survive. Yeah. You gotta survive. Yeah.
0: So um, if people want to donate, and we just got twenty seconds, so I, I I guess you can answer on the other side of news, traffic, and sports. But I want to know like how people can donate to the People's store Market and how they can donate to the incredible work. I know the city of Los Angeles supports that center, mm-hmm. but as you say, the free coffee flowing every day right. ain't free. <laughs> uh, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580.
1: More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: 1580. <laughs> yeah, whoops, he should have worn miles. But we can get through the chorus, for sure.
1: That's the only word in it. Only one word, one <laughs> time.
0: Yeah, so the radio edit wouldn't be hard with just one word. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's College Boys. That's your group. From DJ Q to Pastor Q. Yeah. But <laughs> DJ Q still lives.
1: Yeah. Because I see you sometimes. DJing at yeah. and rallies. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you miss it? No. No?
1: Yeah, because I think, you know, what we're doing is a lot more fulfilling, right? I mean, I like it, right? And I enjoy it when I do it, but... But this work is a lot more fulfilling to me
0: when um, when, you know, obviously, well, let's talk about the many actions, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we always say celebrate our victories. But I don't think we do it enough. Mm -hmm. And you've got a lot going on, which is maybe why you don't miss touring with the college boys. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Everywhere I look, you know, you're um, are you a member of Clue?
1: Yeah, I actually been working for Clue part time for 10 years.
0: Okay, so you worked.
1: Yeah, so that's how I clue. took care of myself while pastoring the church without walls and skid row without right. pay.
0: Right, because, right, obviously. For like
1: 14 years.
0: Right, because neg- yeah. tithing from negative number right comes right, out right. to you owe money.
1: Yeah. But uh, ironically, you know, now I'm getting a small stipend from the church. Uh, nice. I started about. Uh, three years ago so
0: that's amazing I mean that's really as it should be yeah but I don't think we're gonna see you driving a role no it's not gonna happen even if I I had the uh, (laughs) (laughs) even
1: if I had the resources that wouldn't happen
0: (laughs) so talk to me about um some of the actions that because you have um the row the church Mm -hmm. without walls you Mm -hmm. have the church and then you have creating justice LA those are two separate entities right. then you're working with clue and right. um
1: yeah so with black Clu, lives matter
0: and all these other yeah, groups yeah, that you support yeah.
1: so yesterday i was at uh, black lives matter epa rally right and, and police, police association yeah. uh, rally so we provide the sounds church with our walls provide the sounds and uh, different things like that uh and then uh, on 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 february 19th For Clue, we're having the Black and Brown, I'm co-convener of the Black and Brown Clergy and Community Coalition, so we're having the Black and Brown uh, Latino Soul Food Brunch. It's the King Chavez Latino Soul Food Brunch, and it's in collaboration with SCLC.
0: Right, Pastor uh, Smart was talking about that on Monday. Yeah. It's on February nineteenth. Yeah. How do people get tickets or come or where is yeah. it? Yeah.
1: So it's. Um, uh, I should be ready. Okay,
0: we'll look but it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's at
1: Heritage Church in uh, uh, South Central. Okay. And. Um,
0: yeah, we'll we'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Heritage Church on February nineteenth. February nineteenth yeah. from eleven to one. 30. So you're a collaborator on that.
1: Yeah. So I'm the co-convenor of the Black and Brown. Do
0: comedians. you feel like that Black and Brown like? unity is holding it seems like the pressure on that coalition because of the um uh, because of the you know what's going on at the border and yeah. you know that con- yeah. the, just the conversation well, amping it. up yeah Yeah,
1: that's why we have the, the the coalition because you know one of the things we've highlighted throughout the years is that the folks at the border are not just brown folks they're also black folks yeah right and so the media usually shows you one one picture but on the ground, because I've been to Tijuana, I've been to to see the caravans, right, and serve the caravans, so I know for sure uh, that there are Africans and different folks, and we were surprised that there were so many black folks. There's a place in Mexico called, you know, Little Haiti. Right. Yeah. So because of uh, of all the migration. But
0: now, I mean, you even have uh, some tension sometimes between black Americans and maybe I shouldn't say now, maybe it's always been mm. there and um, black immigrants.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Even I'm, Caribbean, I'm from the Caribbean and folks will tell me certain things. Uh, black people in America are lazy or different things like that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, you're colonized. You know, you, you've been brainwashed, right? Because you don't understand. Black, you came to America as a choice, right? Um, African Americans didn't come to America as a choice, right? Now, if you go back to the Caribbean, we know our history, right? So my great-grandmother's great-grandmother came from Ghana, right, as a child, 11 years old. Her, she... So um, of our have, own accord, no. As
0: an enslaved as a, person, as an enslaved person, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, and so Mabishi, right, and so usually when people say, "Well, the problem is the black family," I'm like, "The black family is a new phenomenon in America."
0: But because we, because by law, right, we were not allowed to have families. Yeah, come on now. And the more you learn about, not only not allowed, but actually separated, killed, bred like cattle yeah
1: you sound like reverend the <laughs> sorry it down, putting it down <laughs> but yeah so
0: yeah so yeah. i mean but and and you'll hear it at, um in the final hour of the show today i i will be playing an interview that i did with nah. reverend uh james lawson and actually right. we ad- he addressed that a little bit and it's interesting because you guys have a similar take yeah about the work that needs to be done with black immigrants or yeah. migrants.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we, we do that work. I've worked with Baji and, and... Black Alliance for Justice yeah, Immigration. And, and Haitian Bridge. When you
0: say do that work, what is that work?
1: Well, we've gone to Adelanto and advocated for them to release folks because folks who are immigrants are not prisoners, right? They're right. not...
0: Right, but I, I mean, know, as far as like raising the consciousness of black migrants, so they can get off that black people are lazy, black people are criminals, right. they watch too much TV. Or, we do that work too by yeah. educating folks, yeah.
1: right? So that that's some of the work we do. But with the with with the the breakfast coming up, what well, we're going to have we're going to have Kenneth Mejia, the city controller who's going to come and give black and brown folks a perspective of how the budget of the city affects us, right? Everything from helicopters, public safety. Oh, that should be fascinating. Um, the, we're talking about housing, right? What's happening in terms of the housing and, and, and how is all that stuff working? The city controller has to hold the city accountable. So um, he's going to give us a, a broad perspective.
0: Yeah, that should be fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, we were talking about how we're gonna pay for this right. <laughs> store, the People's Market. How yeah. can people help? Like, where yeah. is there a website at, yeah, other so, than coming to your fundraiser on the? Right. Uh, you say the nineteenth? No, yeah, third is the fundraiser.
1: Yes, for February third. Yeah, so folks can go to creatingjustice.la and on the top banner there's a People's. Market, Skid Row People's Market, just click that banner, and it'll take you to a place to donate, give you a description of what, what it is, and, and you can donate there for the fundraiser, and yeah.
0: You get any amount, it. like from a buck to... A, yeah, a million you, yeah. Is and we're, yeah and we're also
1: <laughs> looking for folks who want to partner with us right some folks may want to give on a regular basis i don't care mm-hmm. if it's a dollar or whatever what we want to do uh, it's not just we don't just want folks to give but we want folks to be engaged mm-hmm. to really understand that we're not going to solve our houseless or our issues uh especially here in los angeles uh, with you know looking to politicians to do it right we we have to do it collectively mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: Looking, pointing the finger, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. But nevertheless, um, so obviously you're a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. They can donate. Yep. And they can write it off their taxes. Absolutely. Um, But. What else can they do? Like, can people volunteer? Can you say engagement? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, you can come volunteer. We are open Mondays from 9 to 2. We're open Wednesdays from 9 to 2. You're talking about
0: at the Healing Center. At the Peace and Healing Center, right? So we're
1: open uh, on Thursdays in the evening for our open mics. We're open on Fridays for Freestyle Fridays where folks can play games and everything. We have a a large group of elderly folks in the community, so we want folks to come in and engage with them, right, Uh, uh, sit with folks, play with folks, um, uh, have conversations. We we actually counseling folks, right? Folks who are dealing with issues. Yeah. Um, they, it's a place of conversation where folks can come in. So we we feel like with all of those people living in in that small vicinity, we're we're hoping that you know I tell people, pastors and churches, I said your your members can come and develop a relationship with some of these folks to kind of sometimes what what people need is connection.
0: Simpl- yeah. For right. sure, I mean, the, we saw thing, that during yeah. the height of COVID, where exactly. people, especially young people, just and yeah. and elders, just withered yeah. because they didn't have a human connection. Yeah,
1: and opioid use went through the roof. W- yeah, wow. Right. Yeah. So, so when you when you think about that, and a large number of folks who passed away from overdose in Skid Row last year, right on the past three years, uh, 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 a lot of them, you know, it, it tells you that. If folks are connected, right, then uh, if drug use is decreased, mm. right. So yeah, yeah.
0: So um, it sounds like the word got out immediately about the he- Peace and Healing Center. Yes. It didn't take you didn't have to do well, a big advertising fun, campaign. No, it's a, we didn't do any Hood advertising. The grapevine kicked in.
1: Yeah, but what it is is in the nickel right there. So folks are walking by all day there, mm-hmm. you know. So they just kept coming in, coming in. Even our open mics, a lot of people there, and we didn't advertise it. Yeah, we never did a, we've never did, done a flyer for the open mic. Folks just walk in, word of mouth gets out. We've got regular folks who come on a regular basis. You got people who took it upon themselves to cook. Big Mama, she just cooks, wow. yeah, and it's it's it's. Amazing. I mean, you
0: think about it; it's not just a food desert mm-hmm. on Skid Row for no. people without money. It is a culture desert, mm-hmm. so exactly. I'm sure that makes sense that people yeah. would be attracted to that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we're bringing some of that stuff. LA can't bring some of that stuff, but um, we are we are seeking to transform the entire community because it's our anti gentrification move, right? When we purchase. Skid Row People's Market. That's going to help us with gentrification. So, So and you're
0: and you are partnering with folks. I know you're partnering with LA Civil Rights for the Healing Justice Center for the People's Market. It sounds like you, me, everyone is being asked to be the partner right now. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. There's a thing in the scripture that says, "Wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be." So even if you gave a dollar, you'll think about that place because you (laughs) gave something to it, right? And you'll you'll seek to go see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, uh, before General Jeff passed away, rest his in soul. peace. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. One of the things he had a, an issue with, he was like, "How come so I don't see many black pastors here, and especially the ones who are the well prominent, the ones who, who have prominence. Where where are they?" Uh, and yesterday at the press conference, we had clergy for Black Lives and uh, Reverend Saul and. Pastor James, who is uh, also president of the NAACP in San Fernando Valley, and, you know, uh, pledging that they're going to help champion this thing. Nice. Uh, in, in, with the fake community. So, yeah.
0: Organizing people and pastors. I love it. Come on, man. Pastor Q is in the <laughs> studio continuing the conversation. You're invited in. If you've got question, commentary, or just want to do some of that fellowship stuff, 800 1580. We are KBLA Talk 1580, 40 Acres, and a mic
1: quiet part out loud kbla talk 1580 In a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see for kbla talk 1580
0: man there's so much going on here i'm tempted to do a speed round and just get your quick quick um take on a few things maybe we can get to that i do want to ask you though because it's still the start of the year and people are setting their intentions setting their goals hopefully reflecting mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. from a pastoral standpoint i mean i think you know how do you how do you stay inspired how do you inspire people on skid row who may be you know really facing some challenges that most of us don't even think about
1: well i i I like to say that hope is the expectation that good is coming
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right they say You know, the cliche is trouble don't last always, right? We go through things. We don't stay in things.
0: Yeah. Some people get stuck, but yeah. Yeah, some
1: people get stuck. But but even those who get stuck have those moments where they can break free. Right. And And they go back in, but. And the
0: conditions don't stay the same. Right. That's a mind, your mind is stuck. Right, right, So, so hope, if hope is the expectation of good things coming, Mm. that's, that's where, what you foster,
1: yeah, of course I have a relationship with Jesus, right? So for me, um, I have a relationship with the uh, with the um, wool, the, the the hair of wool, and eyes of fire, and feet of bronze. I say the Black Jesus, the glorified Jesus, right? So, <laughs> so for me that inspires me. Um, and watching and seeing what other folks have done, right? Uh, our ancestors inspire me. Yeah, those who've come before us, and knowing that we're not going to, we're not here to fix anything. We're here to make an impact.
0: What's the difference?
1: Uh, The difference is that if you think you can fix something, then what happens is when you're gone, then someone else can undo what you've done. And even what you've done can be improved upon. Right. Right. So we're here to make an impact. And all of us making that impact is, is important.
0: What do you, when you look at 2023, what do you you feel like was maybe a highlight in terms of uh, a victory for your work in the movement?
1: Man, I think for me is that I was, I I, I left it in my right mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's a highlight. That's a victory, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there are a lot of people who are not in their right minds, right? Yeah. And the fact that we can still enjoy um, the creation, whatever is left of it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right.
0: but you but you're you know you you eat healthy you work out you do all exactly. these creative enterprises like so you must h- have a pretty optimistic outlook yeah even I, yeah. in even though you're you have positioned yourself or chosen to work in yeah. maybe one of the potentially most pessimistic spots right in <laughs> the you know in the united states right yeah. on, on la skid row
1: yeah but people at skid row inspire me all the time right like some folks will come into Peace and Healing Center and start cleaning up, right? You got folks who come in and bring stuff and give back, right? Even at our church, we have folks who come in and they'll give two pennies, right? And to me, that's more than a million dollars.
0: Because it's what they have.
1: Because it's what they have. And, you know, in work in workout, to give a workout illustration, you know, I, I think God inspired this on me, but... Uh, I used to not have people give anything, and when they gave it to me, I'd be like, "No, I, I don't want it." And and I felt like God inspired in my spirit one day. He said, "You you work out, and you're a personal trainer. What happens if you work one muscle and don't work the?" The other muscle, the agonist and the antagonist, you have to work them both because they have a supporting muscle. So if you have people give, 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 give all the time, their receiving muscles get huge and then they injure their giving muscle, which means they never give. uh, And they become selfish people, right? So you have to uh, learn how to be balanced. And yeah. practice what you preach. I mean, right?
0: yeah, that and and that's like a, a seems like literally blocking your blessings because <laughs> someone now. tries to give you a dollar yeah, right, and you right, say yeah, no. Exactly. Oh, you exactly. want some coffee? No, yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah. Because you think it's about the amount, but it's not. Yeah, it's about the process. Mm -hmm. And what that person receives and what you receive. You're Mm -hmm. both working out. Reciprocity. I mean, too. That's. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so it's really cold. Ventura County just declared a state of emergency. The surface high, those giant waves. It's been cold. Okay, I know it's not cold to you guys on on the East Coast. But for folks on Skid Row, that's serious business. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so folks can come in to Peace and Healing Center today. Right. Uh, We've got open mic today. They can come in. They can they can chill, especially when it gets later. Right, uh, yeah. it's going to get really cold. Really
0: early and really late. It's yeah. cold. What's the address of the center again?
1: Uh, one sixteen East Fifth Street.
0: One sixteen East Fifth. It's it's really beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful yeah. space.
1: Oh yeah, Mo- that's what most people say when they come in. We yeah, just, yeah. And we've had a Dr. West came by. He, he loved it, Dr. Cornell West. I'm sure he yeah. did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, the you know one of the things you do. We only got well. Maybe I should just turn this over to you. But one of the things you do, you spend a lot of time protesting police violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Got a chase in Carson last night. A bunch of several car crashes from one high-speed police chase. They're chasing a stolen um, vehicle. Um, I, I wish they would stop doing that. They say they weren't in pursuit at the time, but they had set off the chain of events that had this suspect uh, in air quotes fleeing Mm. when you hear stuff like that what do you think about
1: well i think that we have to as a society we have to stop allowing law enforcement to use people as collateral damage Mm. because we think uh finding someone or catching someone who just committed a crime is worth putting people in danger. Our church is on 5th and San Pedro. There's a, we're right behind the police station in Skid Row. And they will whip out of that on 5th Street, place where so many people are walking. If you want to know if police care about people, just go see how they operate in Skid Row. They will just drive at 100 miles. I mean, it seemed like 100 miles an hour, or, or from zero to 60 up 5th Street if something's going on. Ten cars and just, I mean, just real fast. And um, I, I think about fifteen or twenty years ago, they killed somebody on that street corner. Yeah, I mean, exactly because a lot of that. people
0: are sitting outside They're on the streets. Yeah. They're so even if you're living in a, in a hurry, you
1: don't have to drive through the community that fast to get to where you're going, right? I mean, because you're trying to save a life, then you have to preserve the life that that are the lives that are on the way. Right. Why are you trying to save a life? It right. doesn't make sense. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Pastor yes. Q, thank you so much for coming in today. If we want to go to church with you, what do we do?
1: Just come uh, to 245 East 5th Street. It's outside in Skid Row, 7 p.m. every Friday night, and we make it do what it do.
0: And, of course, uh, creatingjustice.la. Creatingjustice.la. For folks that want to... Get five on it for the People's Market. That's right. Five million, five dollars, five thousand, whatever you got. Whatever
1: you got, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And okay, and just quickly, we got just a couple seconds. Have February nineteenth, Black Brown.
1: The Black and Brown, uh, the Black Brown Clergy and Community Coalition King Chavez Latino Soul Food Brunch. Wow,
0: and of course, uh, the February third is the um, benefit at First Congregation for. Creating justice in the people's market. Yeah.
1: And I want to say one last thing about our store. When have you ever heard of a Korean family selling their business to a black family or to a black organization led organization?
0: Uh, On best possible terms. Right. Yeah, that's creating justice right there. That's what we do. Congratulations. KBLA Talk 1580.